0: Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. I searched over these past few weeks for voices of love. And I thought about the familiar five love languages written over 30 years ago by Gary Chapman. Words of affirmation, quality time, touch, gifts, and service. And while those are familiar and useful to many, I wanted to expand upon these and see if they might even make a greater impact, perhaps adding to the list. I decided to create an update for today that echoes black voices during Black History Month and makes sure to address all sorts of relationships, not just romantic ones. James Baldwin wrote that the role of the artist is exactly the same as the role of the lover. If I love you, I have to make you conscious of the things you do not see. So I intend to play that role of the artist and a lover today. May we become conscious of the things we do not see. So I've created five more languages of love inspired by black poets and author, authors. And they are as follows, and I promise I will expand on each. The first is presence, care, covenant, justice, and redemption. Presence, number one, we heard so eloquently from the poem by Adrienne Marie Brown that love is in being present to this very moment and making a commitment to being love. She says, I breathe in, noticing the gift I too often take for granted, not knowing how many breaths I have left, but I want to spend them being love. We mustn't take for granted the gift of breath and presence. It can be a priceless gift to another human being, something that cannot be bought, something that cannot just be conjured. Deep listening, deep, deep listening takes commitment and love. Number two, care. Bell Hooks writes in her prolific book, All About Love. To truly love, we must learn to mix various ingredients, care, affection, recognition, respect, commitment, and trust, as well as honest and open communication. What a beautiful mix, so well-rounded. Care affection, trust, commitment, and care seems to be the first but actually the essence of all the ingredients. So what does care mean? How can that manifest? A friend of mine who does harm reduction work was telling a story of a man who was outside her job smoking a cigarette. My friend was very late to an appointment, but could see that the man was deep in thought. My friend stopped and said, hey man, how you doing? And the man looked up and said, thanks, I'm here. My friend laughed a little and said, well, that's something. I hope you have a good day, and went on inside. A few weeks later, the same man stopped her on her way into work, and she thought he might need a light for his cigarette, but it was already lit. You know the other week when you stopped and said hello to me? He asked. I was ready to end my life that day. And if you hadn't said hello, I don't know if you might be seeing me today. Even the smallest, Hey, man, how you doing? can be an act of care, an act of love. It doesn't have to take the form of a place to stay, or a bowl of soup, or a hug. It could just be your own voice, your own smile. Our hypothermia prevention project is a harm reduction project. We cannot provide sustainable solutions but we can provide some reduction to the harm of the environment to these souls who need shelter in these frigid days. Charles Hawthorne of the San Francisco AIDS Foundation talks about harm reduction as an expression of love and empathy for all, especially those who use drugs, who have sex, who engage in sex work, or do other things that can result in harm. He says, that means that all of us, at different points in time, practice harm reduction as a way to take care of ourselves and the people we love and care about. Care, affection, recognition, respect, commitment and trust, as well as open and honest communication. Number three was covenant. Prentice Hiphill reminds us that boundaries are a loving practice. Prentice writes that boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. If I cannot love myself at the same time and the same level that I love you, there's an imbalance that will not sustain. Put another way, Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams talks about love as space. It is developing our own capacity for spaciousness within ourselves to allow others to be as they are. That is love. And that doesn't mean that we don't have hopes or wishes, that things are changed or shifted but that to come from a place of love is to be in acceptance of what is, even in the face of moving it towards something that is more whole, more just, more spacious for all of us. Some of you will be participating in small groups where you will build covenants with one another as a group. You will decide on how you want to be together, and you will create and hold space for one another. We have a covenant as a Unitarian Universalist congregation to affirm and promote our eight principles. We are a covenantal faith, not a creedal faith. And we do not say what we believe each week. We simply say, all are welcome. We allow others and ourselves to be as they are. And it is not that we do not have expectations and hopes but we try to operate from a place of love to create the most spaciousness for all. Number four of my five new love languages is justice. Cornell West famously said, justice is what love looks like in public. Justice is a public witness opportunity to love. To label something as wrong or unjust is love on a public scale. Our teaching truth curriculum is love in public. Our public witness every month on the 14th at the NRA is love in public. Our presence at the school board meetings for our LGBTQIA youth is love in public. And we know that love ultimately wins. Reverend Dr. William Barber encourages us, those of us who have in our history the commonality of suffering and hate, we know that those who won the day are those who choose love in the midst of hate. And he expands upon that love, sharing that it is not naive, love is not foolish, Love chooses to challenge lies, to believe that hate does not have the final word, and stand nonviolently against the forces and systems of hate and destruction. And Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams reminds us as well that love and justice are not two without interchange there can be no outer change. Without collective change, no change matters. So that love expanding out is some of the most important there is. The final language that I identified as I searched and searched for black and brown voices of love is redemption redemptive love, love that can save your life, because in Unitarian Universalism, we believe in life before death. James Baldwin wrote that love takes off the masks that we fear we cannot live without and know we cannot live within. He says, I use the word love here not merely in the personal sense, but as a state of being or a state of grace. Not the infantile American sense of being made happy, but in the tough and universal sense of quest and daring and growth. Like Reverend Barber, this love is no pithy thing. It is a deep sense of public witness, It removes the veil, the covering, or the mask that we display when we do not know if we are enough. We don't want those masks. We really want to be seen for who we really are and loved for it. We want to be loved in a redemptive kind of way. Like the man smoking a cigarette who had decided to end his life, we want to be seen in spite of our masks and loved. Alice Walker's words echo in my heart. Surely the earth can be saved by all the people who insist on love. And perhaps self-love should take the same redemptive nature as poet Rudy Francisco suggests. Perhaps we should love ourselves so fiercely that when others see us, they know exactly how it should be done. What if we could show people we were Unitarian Universalists by our love? I remember a song about it growing up. <laughs> they will know we are you, used by our love, by our love. They will know we are you-used by our love." Just a little adaptation. (laughs) Walter Mosley inspires, finally, with his poetic phrasing, We are not trapped or locked up in these bones. No, no, we are free to change. And love changes us. And if we can love one another, we can break open the sky. Let us break open the sky with love. May it not be taken for granted. May it be infused with care, affection, recognition, respect, commitment, and trust, as well as honest and open communication. May we hold each other in loving covenant with loving boundaries. May it be professed in public, demonstrated, witnessed, and enacted as justice. And may it be a redemptive practice for all. Blessed be, may it be so, and amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To find more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org slash worship hyphen services and scroll down to sermon podcasts.